let's talk about the week in movies, television stuffs. Um, I mean, really, we didn't even got to go over what we've been playing because we neither one of us have really been playing anything. I started Yakuza Five. I'm about almost done with that. I'm gonna go jump into six afterwards. I mean, I'm still waiting for. Uh, but you got Scorn comes out tomorrow for Xbox because I think it comes out early for us. And then Call of Duty campaign has early access if you bought the uh, pre-orders. Nah. The horrible commercials as usual. I haven't, I haven't seen them yeah. yet. Uh, the only thing I'm looking for, like, cause, yeah, because Midnight Sun's pushed out of 2022, right? Yeah, it's either the very it's either December or, or the yeah February. that was the only thing I was looking forward to. Um, I think February. Now, yeah, got a war is in a month. I haven't played the first one. Um, Need for Speed Unbound is December second. Uh, that and Skull and Bones probably the only two that I'm gonna actually try and play. I got Battlefield 2042 on sale from Amazon for ten bucks. So when that comes in, I'll probably test. I heard it's they fixed a lot of stuff in it, and now it's actually very fun. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I've been streaming. I uh, streamed Destiny the last two nights. We're streaming uh, Star Wars before that. So then when Need for Speed comes out, we'll be doing that. And uh, probably beginning of next week, I'll start putting out actual videos get off my ass and do proper reviews for things and because the internet's full of just people who make money and get clicks off of hate and everything and I have to put out some good because like Wong said we are at peak TV yes and even if you say something horrible it's still better than I don't know. I still like like She Hulk said in the show. Like, is this what you want? Like, <laughs> what 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 are what are the people who hate She Hulk want? They can't tell us what they want. They uh, video game wise, they ain't really giving it about another two weeks. That's when it's gonna ramp up because you got like seven eight games all coming out within the span of two or three weeks of each other. Um, you got Call of Duty comes out, Scorn, Gotham Knights, uh, God of War comes out. So we're in October right now. Is it? Uh, Overwatch 2 came out. Near Automata for the Switch comes out. No Man's Sky for the Switch comes out October 7th. No More Heroes 3, PC Build Simulator. Oh, fun. Dragon Ball Breakers. Yes. Scorn tomorrow. So, yeah, Scorn comes out tomorrow. Mm, the Plague Tale Requiem comes out on the 18th, which I've already seen people playing. I think that Ghostbusters Unleashed is... Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed on October... This says October 25th through 18th. That makes no sense. Okay. They, um... I think that's a, like a Dead by Daylight type thing. Oh, yeah. It's the uh, asymmetric 
I think four so. on one thing. I think so. Uh, Mario Rabbids. That's it. That's. I know there was like a big Switch game coming out, and that that might be it. Which I heard everybody loves. Like New Tales from the Borderlands. Yes. No idea what that one is. It's um, it's not a Borderlands game. It's like a Telltale. Oh, okay. Persona 5 Royale goes to Xbox and Switch, finally. Game Pass. That just says... Yeah, they get, it's going on Game Pass. Gotham Knights is the 21st of yep. October. Same day as, like, Call of Duty. Not according to this. The campaign is oh. the 20th. Uh, Star Ocean, Divine Force, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, October 28th. 28th. So, yeah, you yeah. get it a week early. Resident Evil Village Cloud, which is basically the oh, only yeah. way they can get Resident Evil to work on a Switch. <laughs> so Resident Evil Expansion comes out, too, uh, same day as Gotham Knights. Either the same day or the same week. Uh, let's see. No- oh, November. Because they got the director's cut for Resident Evil 8. Or s- is it 8? No. 7? The rem- yeah, seven's you're getting no, the remaster no, no. in the seven is the Louisiana one. It, yeah, that's this getting is the, eight. Eight is, is getting, eight getting the the first person. No, eight's getting eight's the first getting the person. person. Eight, eight's getting the third person, and seven's getting a remaster. Oh, seven's getting I a think, remaster. I think seven. I think that's what okay. it was. But there's an expansion coming out that's strictly separate from the oh. Game of the Year edition. That's like Rose DLC. You get to play as her, and then like, um. They added other game modes. Uh, so then we've got uh, Sifu coming out on the Switch in November 8th. Sonic Frontiers coming out November 8th. God of War Ragnarok November 9th. Tactic Ogre Reborn November 11th. I'm going to be buying that. I completely forgot that was coming out. Uh, Goat Simulator 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On November 17th, Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil and Me. November 18th, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. November 18th. Yep, there it is. World of Warcraft Dragonflight. That, because that shit's still kicking around. November 28th. Uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution. Coming out for VR, which is the one that actually takes place in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, Need for Speed Unbound, December 2nd. Can't wait. Callisto Protocol. Callisto Protocol on December 2nd. Resident Evil Village The Winters, which is the expansion DLC that says... Is that December? December 2nd. I thought that was November. Marvel's Midnight Suns got pushed to December 2nd, according to this. So, yeah, I'll be getting Need for Speed and Midnight Suns. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion is December 13th. So, yeah, there'll be a few games I'm going to get into this year. I don't have a, a lot of faith about Gotham Knights. Yeah, I'm gonna like I'm gonna wait until it comes out and I see people playing it to determine whether or not I'm gonna get it. Midnight Suns is a Diablo style game. Midnight right? Suns is XCOM. Oh, XCOM style. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I'm like I'm 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 gonna. That's weird. It's made by the same people that make XCOM. That's why. But what if you have a guy that doesn't shoot? You have to run up to a guy and hit you him. You got to get within hit range to throw a punch. Yep. Hmm. 
because I the Gears of War style that they did, um, which is amazing. That's just radio silent. Like it's been I don't know how many years since five came out. Haven't heard a single thing about a sequel. Gears of War five. From what I understand, Gears of War five didn't do all that great. No, no, it wasn't well liked, well received uh, by the community. I mean, they tried saving it by putting New Day and fucking Batista in it. And the Terminators. Yeah. They, they just they did a cross play with a uh, cross promotion with uh what's the what's the new one that bombed? That they brought back Linda uh Oh Montana. Terminator Dog Dark Fate. Dark Fate, yeah, okay. So they did a a cross promotion with that to where you can actually play as either the Terminators or um Linda Hamilton and the I guess the good old man, old man Terminator. No, it wasn't Schwarzenegger because I don't think they can afford his likeness. It was um, the chick. From oh, the from dark from that movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the I think it was the chick. But um, yeah, because I remember playing the XCOM version of Gears, and that was, that was kind of fun. I'm not much of a XCOM type they of guy. They can be fun. Like, I got XCOM 2 and Cause all the DLCs. It comes down to that fucking RNG sometimes. Because there's plenty of times of like, this has a 90% chance of hitting, and I fucking miss. I mean, it's it's that table. Look, one of the biggest arguments I ever had, Paul and D&D. <laughs> My friend was playing this like big, massive dude. He's like, I'm 10 feet tall, and you're gonna tell me I can't throw a rock accurately 10 further than 10 feet. And like, nope, because that's exactly how the rules state you cannot throw a rock accurately more than 10 feet. It comes down to numbers. I mean, technically, it kind of works in real life, we just don't see it. With an infinite pot set of realities, at some point there is a reality where I went to go sit in his chair and fell right through it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the fucking everything and everywhere all yeah. at once uh, movie, which I'm sure you haven't seen yet. Have Not you? yet, no. It's got to be. I'm waiting to see once it's streaming somewhere or if it's, it's got to be streaming somewhere or if it's for rent for cheap enough on like Amazon. Don't even get me started on fucking renting shit online. yeah cause shit stays way too expensive way too long oh and you need AMC Plus to watch Interview with a Vampire is that a streaming only show it's on AMC Plus it's not on AMC the channel I don't think so huh that's odd maybe I don't know you'd have to go look I, cause I don't have a, like we don't get AMC the channel but I have it I pay for AMC Plus through Amazon because that's how we watched Better Call Saul and I watched all of the last two parts of the last season of The Walking Dead. Man, uh, interview is Every, really good. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The interview with a vampire is really, really good. And kind of, it makes me even more pissed that I missed out on filming it because of my leg. Uh, you can You can rent it on prime for five bucks okay yeah so at one point it was like 20 bucks to rent you can buy for 20 rent it for six yeah so it's it's going down um 
But yeah, let's just get into what we've been watching. Um, it is a two, two hour and twenty minute movie, so it's it's. I got nothing but time. It's a great fucking movie. It's probably still, I would say, my movie of the year so far. Oh my god, it's October. I need to start doing that, and I haven't seen shit this year. I haven't seen a fucking well. The one movie I've seen I actually really enjoyed will be on the top ten list. I haven't. I, I can go back and see exactly what the fuck it is I actually watched. I've been hurt most of the year. <laughs> I haven't watched Blonde yet. I've heard Teresa watched it. She said it's horrible. Is it? Okay. <laughs> she said this. She's like she cries all the time. Um, yeah, for two and a half hours. Um, she's like, it's not very accurate. She's, it's like, it's not accurate either. For all the hype they gave it, because this is supposed to be like a big fucking yeah, thing no. for Netflix. Yeah, it's not. It, it wasn't. Because she watched it because she said the person who wrote the book she liked. But it's not based on fact. It's not a factual book. Uh, it's written like what she thought her mentality and, you know, everything would be at that time. Like, so it's a dramatized version of like. It's what you could gleam of events. It's Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Basically, Hollywood. like, I think this is what would have happened. Oh. This is what was going through her mind. Speaking of that, you want to hear a fucking crazy story? What? So, Angela Lansbury passed away at 96. Yes. Um, Raise your hand if you still thought, if you didn't know she was still alive. I mean, I hadn't heard anything about it. Like, that would have been one I figured I would have noticed if they came out and said she was dead. Um. Yeah, I, I thought she probably died years ago, and I just never forgot. No, Disney would have made a big deal out of it, you know. Have they? I mean, that's how I've seen it, because it's all been like Mrs. Potts is dead, and... Oh, oh yeah, Mrs. Potts, and... All the fucking shit she used to do back in the day for Disney. Like, um, she was... Bed knobs and brooms? brooms the bed, door, bed knobs and door, broomsticks? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Like, yeah, she was a fucking Disney... Back in the day. So, back in the day, she lived in Hollywood. Her daughter was dating this deadbeat fucking hippie kid. Kind of manipulated her, brainwashed her into like, she would come into the house, steal food, steal valuables and stuff like that, jewelry and stuff like that, and give it to him and they would use money for other stuff. And she just like, couldn't convince the daughter not to deal with this fucking dude anymore. She was so fucking brainwashed. So it's like, I have to get her out of here. Then he moved to Ireland. Mm-hmm. That guy was Charles Manson. Dude, he was like wrapped up in so many fucking people in Hollywood. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Because he fucking crashed at Brian Wilson's house. Mm-hmm. He, if Brian Wilson or... Would have just gave him a record deal. No, it wasn't even that. They played his demo or something like that at a party. If I if I'm getting the story correct, they played his demo, and people were fucking laughing because they thought it was bad, and that's what fucking steered him away. It's, the, from, it's like the memes, right? The making of a supervillain. Yeah, like the one thing that you know, you one bad day from like the Joker said, you one bad day away from being me. Yeah, what Eddie Kingston's been fucking. Dude, tweeting. I don't know. They, he went on a meme fest. He went. Oh my god! Like people thought he was like losing his shit, and I'm like, no, he is talking about Andrade and fucking Sammy without fucking saying it. 
Yeah. Because that's when you started doing it. Um, Fucking Doc Holiday shit. Great. <laughs> I'll be a huckleberry. But according to Lucha Libre website, mm-hmm. news place, apparently this is Andrade's thing. Like, everywhere he goes, he's fucking... If he's not the top guy, he's fucking miserable. Dude, I mean... I don't remember where they're being... I mean... He was in it when he got called up to WWE. I like, mean, clearly, like, he was... But again, nobody... They didn't use him there either. Like, they yeah. just like they're doing here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do unfortunately think it does come down to... He's great in the ring. He's but... Extremely talented. You need to put him on the mouthpiece because his accent is way too thick when he tries to speak English. So he should, like, just like Penta, Alex Everhante's mm-hmm. translate, translates for, uh, for Penta. Did you see um, Ric Flair tweeted about the toughness and, like, about the Sammy situation with Andrade? I can only imagine. And um, basically it was like, oh, He's the toughest guy he knows and stuff like that. And if there was a fight, it would have been. I mean, I look at it like this way. I guarantee, like, I would even put money on Andrade to just beat Sammy's ass. He's tougher than Sin Cara. Not the WWE Sin Cara, like the OG original Sin Cara. Because trying to follow Lucha Libre tree is like, the fucking Game of Thrones, like we were trying to do with the Targaryens. Like, no, the, who's, who's fucking related to what? Who's Sisters got the and cousins. Yeah, it's like the mask gets and the name gets passed down to this person, this person, this person. And there was a clip of Andrade and somebody else. I'm guessing the original Sincar chopping the shit out of like Walter fucking size chops. Um. Yeah. No. Don't let don't uh don't let Sammy fucking go up against like Suzuki or somebody. Yeah. So he'd, he'd fucking die. <laughs> you brought that up. Suzuki's at uh Daniel Cormier's fucking yeah. I saw a picture with him and Riddle. Yeah, it's a whole group. Yeah. Uh. Just murder grandpa just busting down the forbidden door. Wait, you have to train it because that's where fucking Nakamura fucking trains at that same fucking dojo. Yeah, I've seen pictures with him, with the group, but um, but back to entertainment. Um, I mean, this is entertaining, but yeah, I mean that's really the only biggest. This, that's yeah, still the biggest thing going on in wrestling at this point. If it wasn't for the Beach Boys, yep, Sharon Tate would be alive, and the heir to the Folgers. Uh, company. Yeah, it's it's just weird. Like the, who knows what happens with Nine Inch Nails, the fucking downward spiral album. Yeah, like there's just the this the craziest. That's why I think historical fiction I like as a genre. Mm. Like, I probably would like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as historical fiction. That movie's so like. I'm still not gonna like the portrayal of Bruce Lee. Just not gonna happen. No, but but it's fiction. It's, yeah, it's not fiction. real. Yeah. So I mean, it's such a great film. Like, um, it would perfectly lead into the movie I watched this week. Um, Brad Pitt's great 
in that film. Leo's great. Um, God, who just did that fucking interview and says everyone in everybody, every actor in Hollywood has to thank Leonardo DiCaprio when they get a fucking role because every single role is first offered to Leo. Yeah, who said that? Somebody, what the fucking interview was it? They said that they got the role because it was offered to Leo and he turned it down. Yes. The fucking role was that? It's, it's a pretty big name actor, too. Yeah. But yeah, it's like... should thank the kid from fucking... Growing Pains. Growing Pains. <laughs> What's... The kid from... Who on Growing Pains would go on to be like... The biggest star ever. And you're like, oh, if you're in the 80s and you're watching, I was going to be Kurt Cameron. No, no, he's going to turn into a fucking loon. Not the younger brother? The younger brother just, I haven't seen the younger brother do shit in forever. I can't remember the kid's name. Kurt Cameron's sister is going to be a bigger star than he is. Christy Gold? No, 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 not the in show, like his actual sister. Oh, she's fucking batshit crazy too. Yeah, no, but at least her show, I think, is bigger. Like, I think Family Matters is way bigger than fucking Growing Pains. Full House. Well, Full House, yeah. Full House is way bigger than fucking Growing Pains. But she does, she's more famous now for doing Lifetime fucking Christmas romantic films. But I mean, he's famous now for just the being... The Hallmark. Yeah, he's famous now for just being a religious fucking zealot. Um, so the one movie I watched that I can remember that you haven't watched is Bullet Train. So... I ended up having to buy this on Xbox for twenty bucks. Couldn't find it rent. I went to Amazon. Yeah, because I think yeah, it's buy on it's buy on Amazon too. Yeah, I went to I went to fucking Cox on demand. They didn't even have it. They just had a fucking trailer. So I, I ended up buying it um, for twenty bucks, and it comes with all the special features. There's a commentary. There's a blooper reel. There's interviews with the cast. Uh, behind the scenes stuff. So it's basically you're spending 20 bucks, you're buying a digital uh, DVD mm-hmm. or the Blu-ray. Um, oh shit. Episode three of interviews up too. And it's also the bullet train is very good. It's funny. It's got great action scenes. Um, amazing cast, like just fucking filled. People pop up as like little cameos that you had no idea. I was like, oh my god, this person's in it. Um, the the two big standouts is uh, Tangerine and Lemon, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian uh, Henry from Brian Henry's from Atlanta. I want to say. Is he from Atlanta? No, he's not from <laughs> Atlanta. Behind the scenes, just this popped up on my my thing from Reddit because um, I get notifications from the spoiler Reddit for Marvel movies, and it's twerk she hulk behind the scenes video in the first comment once again the folks over at marvel studios and Assad Aziz show they don't care what the internet thinks yeah they don't give a shit that whole show is like i don't give a shit oh, that that whole show is like one giant you to the internet i'm like yeah. that's so great 
Oh, this is straight up the like. This is like all the behind the scenes bloopers like shit, but it's literally fucking hard dancing in the mocap suit. <laughs> it's twerking in the mocap suit. <laughs> to think that that's where the tech that that's technology has gone. Well, I'm sure porn somehow got part got into the. Yeah, I get, yeah. Mocap and that shit. Oh, especially now that you can do everything in fucking real time and uh and fucking Wichmaniki. Uh Unreal. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh but Bullet Train, great movie, uh great cast. Everybody's Brad Pitt's very good in it. Um great action. Uh it's made by the guys who did Deadpool. And um, Deadpool 2, I think it was. Yeah, I think it's them. Yeah, everything takes place on a bullet train in Japan. Uh, the story is Brad Pitt is signed to go on a train, grab a suitcase, and then drop off the suitcase, and that's it. But he has very bad luck. He thinks he has bad karma, and he's against violence. But he's trained, he's a trained assassin, but he doesn't, he doesn't want to kill anybody. He doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't use guns. He doesn't believe in guns, but he has this bad luck that people just die around him. And, um, and then you just have this cast of characters that just randomly shows up like other assassins. Yeah. Like I said, Tangerine and Lemon is probably the two standouts in the movie. They're fucking great together. I would love to see a spinoff movie just just with them in it. Um, Bad Bunny shows up. Yeah, isn't which, he like one of the main? He's not. No, he's. I know they were selling it in some of the commercials. Like he was one of the main. So bad he guys. just broke a record. He has the highest grossing month ever. Like, uh, for an entertainer, it's like some stupid amount of money he made in one month touring he's in it not that long but um it shot very quentin tarantino like with flashbacks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. where you watch one scene and then you cut to another scene which takes place at the same time that kind of slowly interwinds into that that previous scene you just seen and um and the action's very good for how tight the space is. You can tell like they did a great job, especially the big epic uh battle at the end. Um The guy who played Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat movies in this. Oh, the dude from Last Samurai. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Is he in Last Samurai too? Mm-hmm. Not Ken Wab. Ken, uh, not Ken Watanabe. He's the other guy who plays. He plays the uh, the asshole guy who doesn't. Yeah, who eventually accepts Tom Cruise. Which again, that is an actual per- like people give that movie shit. Like that's an actual based on like a French military guy. I've seen so there's a um, a YouTube channel that I watch called History Buff where they. The guy basically breaks down um, 
movies and TV shows that takes place during historic events and stuff like that. And he did he did Last Samurai, and he said, like, oh, and all, it's pretty fucking accurate. Yeah, there was like that. But again, you know, the people or you know Hollywood or whatever. Oh, you know, on the internet, oh yeah, it was a white guy that came in and saved the fucking samurai. I'm like, you got three packages coming in. Yeah, pretty sure this my microphones, my Captain Crunch, and a transformer. Um, <laughs> he just did two episodes. He did Narcos, season two. V- Part one and then part two of Narcos, uh, which is very good on how accurate that. Um, it's kind of weird they have to take a picture of your fucking. That, that they way they can guarantee. That way they know that's the uh, actual Amazon people. They have to prove that it was here. So when somebody does steal, it's like no motherfucker, we dropped it off. Somebody, yep. somebody stole it. Um. But yeah, how much that show, the Narcos show actually filmed in the same villas like not that far away from where Pablo was actually fucking shot and killed and um but yeah if you get a chance once I'm sure it's probably gonna go on HBO Max Bullet Train uh it's definitely worth a watch probably gonna be my top it's not my top movie of the year, it, but it's either two or three. Unfortunately, I haven't seen that too many films this year. Yeah, I, I like I said, I'm gonna have to go back and see exactly what all I watched this year. Um, because I'm like just thinking. He, I'm like having a hard time thinking of movies that I saw. Um. I'm sure, like, I usually what I'll do is I'll go back through the release schedule and see exactly what it was that I've seen. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Again, the only thing I think I've seen this past week that you haven't, I've watched Interview with a Vampire. Uh, and like I said, it makes me sad that I couldn't, you know be in this show uh, when I had the opportunity because I've spent the last seven months hurt since March. So I had to turn down everything. Um, but it's really, really good. The um, The big set that was uh, built over at the Lowe's around the corner was a recreation of Storyville that burned down in like the 1920s if I'm not mistaken and then they end up putting projects there at some point um notice my microphones my camera and my uh my microphones um yeah, it's really good. It is, uh, I'm sure, not enough people are watching it because there's not enough people complaining about the, uh, the, the, the gayness of the main characters, which then really tells me if people did complain, they really never read anything Anne Rice ever wrote. <laughs> um, they did a behind-the-scenes episode, like, vignettes, 
and um talking about talking to people about how much Anne Rice's uh writing meant to them funny to find out the remember i don't know if i told you uh i had gotten approached to play a witch hunter in something that was shooting out here yeah that was for Anne rice's other book that they're turning into a tv show the mayfair witches yes uh i seen a commercial for that yeah that was the one that they offered me the role of one of the witch hunters and i could not take it because of this league hmm so that would have been like a feature, like I would have been like naming credits, like legit role, and I could not take it. But I didn't even realize that's what it was because I wasn't really paying attention to anything that came up at that point because I'm like, I can't do anything with this league. And it was for fucking Mayfair with another Anne Rice book. So there's two Anne Rice TV shows on the air right now because I think that starts soon, if not like really soon. Um, but I mean, it's really like it's to say that most of it's shot on sound stages and sets. You would think they were shooting it downtown because it looks really good. The uh, and it's weird, like, because you could almost say. You'd have to change, because it's Lestat that attacks uh, Christian Slater at the end of the original, right? Yes. So the way this set is set up, the person doing the interview... Brad Pitt's the one that's doing an interview. Lestat... Lestat's the one that attacks Christian Slater at, at the end. Yeah. Brad Pitt's the one giving the interview. So Brad Pitt's Louis, Tom Cruise was Lestat. In this show, the dude doing the interview interviewed Louis like 30 years prior and that interview ends with louie attacking him so you could almost go like if you just it's almost the same premise as the first movie is what you're supposed to take as like the backstory because the kids in college like the guy doing the interviews in college when he interviews him the first time. So he, it's, it all lines up kind of. It's just... Because they even play the... He gets sent the tape of the original interview. And it ends with like the tape ends with him being attacked. And like screaming no. So it may turn out that that was a stat that attacked him either way. But I, it's just... I guess if you wanted to, you could watch the original and say, like, haven't seen the original, this goes in with the timeline. Like, they didn't turn Christian Slater. It didn't, he didn't get attacked in the car. He got attacked at the interview. Is almost, is it's just a slight reworking of how the first movie ended. Um, I guess not breaking news, but so yes, breaking news. Uh, looks like Edge, Adam Copeland, will be Ares, God of War, in the Percy Jackson uh, Disney Plus TV show. I remember back in the day, I started reading the f first book. 
And it wasn't, I mean, it's definitely not a high level. It's a book. Like it's, but it's, it's a mid teen, but it's a decent enough story to like interest an adult, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, cause it's, well, I guess if you like mythology and stuff, is this their version of like, let's piggyback on this Harry Potter craze. I th- it might have been. I don't know when Percy Jackson was originally written, hmm. but I mean it's got a lot of mythology and, and the stuff. movies definitely because once Harry Potter movies was huge, like every- oh yeah, and everybody was running out to get the fucking next young. Yeah, I mean that that comes in waves. That's what I'm saying. I just don't remember. I don't know when the because they're not even they're not even as thick as the Harry Potter books. Is you know they're very short reads. Um. But that ought to be fun. I remember when the WWE pushed his first role, which was in Highlander. Highlander, when he was in it for all of a minute, and that was it. But you know, Vince is like, "Oh, my guy's in something other than wrestling, so I gotta milk it for all it's worth." Two thousand five, it looks like. But the original Percy Jackson. Yeah. So when was Harry Potter? You know what? It's probably around. You know, I mean, fucking publishing hat companies probably run basically the same thing. You'll see them all fucking uh, try and put out the same kind of books to get all you know audience share. Yeah, I can see that. So just like movies and video games, ninety-seven. I mean, give so within a decade of one another. I do say going through, going on Netflix, looking at their, like, what's next week or worth mm-hmm. the wait, what's coming up. There was quite a few stuff of, like... Oh, yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff bookmarked. Um, it's just more shit I'm going to add to my fucking queue that I'm just eventually watch one day. Because um, they got one with the bodybuilding true crime. Seen that one? Mm-mm. So apparently this woman was a bodybuilder, married a guy who was a like a pretty popular bodybuilder person. Um and then he she killed her him, shot him with a shotgun twice. And then it's like she gets put in jail, but it comes to the fact of like how much abuse that dude cuz the dude was like taking tons of steroids because mm-hmm. um and then how they got the money to buy the steroids by doing muscle porn i guess you could say where men pay to have amazon women women basically put them in like head, oh, yeah, scissor yeah. locks yeah. and headlocks and all this other shit Basically, have that way with them, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah. But apparently, the guy was like super abusive, and one day, she just she had s- enough. Had enough. He was gonna kill her, so he she grabbed a gun and fucking shot him. And Billie it's Jean. Like, yeah, the Adventures of Billie Jean. Um, and it's like when is it self defense? Was it premeditated? Because when he was on the ground shot, she 
did the second shot like point blank in the face. Mm. So now is it premeditative murder? Talk about a movie that I'm surprised never got remade. The Adventures of Billie Jean? Yeah. I remember watching it as a kid because once again back back in the day HBO only had like five movies they showed a month and the fucking who was that Pat Benatar that did the movie, the song Invincible yeah yeah but I mean that's that's a, that's a movie I think would fit right in nowadays Lisa Simpson subject wise she was, yeah, one of them. Yeah, Lisa Simpson was in it. The, the, the woman friend. who played Supergirl at that point back then was the main girl. Chrissy, S- that's Chrissy Swanson. No, that's no, that was Buffy. Yeah. Was, um, fucking, I, I know exactly who you're talking. Yeah, about. but she was the she played Supergirl. She played Billie Jean. Oh, really? I mean, mm-hmm. it's the well, same person. She had a, she had a very short yeah she had a head she chopped her head like her chair was chopped off for Billie Jean but yeah she was the original Supergirl I remember liking the movie but Billy it's not a bad movie but that's what I'm saying like to me it seems like that's a movie I'm surprised that no one now today has been like let's remake that it fits in like it's about a woman being abused and finding herself and shit like I to me that just seems like it would be a fucking the grand people would fucking complain because the mm. internet fucking complains about everything. Yeah, the people that's doing the documentary uh, about the bodybuilding, I can't remember, they did, um, I guess Netflix has that like group of documentary people that mm-hmm. they just constantly, they go from one document, one Netflix documentary you mean to, to say another Netflix documentary. Documentary takes a very specific kind of filmmaking. Like you can't. It's a lot of research. It is, but even then it's still one of those like, you shoot a documentary way completely different than you, 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 the whole process of making a documentary is way different than fucking making a movie. Yeah. And I was telling her, we went to Brewster's after I went to the doctors the other day and I was like, you know what, man, what sucks? All these things that I wanted to shoot for over the years, like this, these scenes that inspired my filmmaking like style. And it's from the first episode of Miami Vice, the fucking car scene to fucking uh I can feel it. I now have the car, I now have the equipment, and I can't drop. I re I wanted to remake that scene my entire fucking since I picked up a camera. Hmm. That and the fucking montage from Rocky Four with the tunnel. Uh, I was about to say, where well, you gonna find the mountain? No 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 the 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 the, the driving I always wanted to reshoot the the scene with him and Adrian, like rewrite it though, like not because I'm not I'm not like fucking cheesiest dreams. Hey man, you got to keep your look. I am 42 years old and I have been making things and working with cameras since I was 17, and I have yet to do it. So it's not that low of a bar. <laughs> See, I, I would have been more impressed if it was would have been the the training scene in the mountains no. of Russia. No. Because my point, my point of reshooting that was to write that as an homage to that sequence was to write it in my own movie and have it be like way further down in the story. You know what that sounds like? Something you would see on Rick and Morty. 
because they'll find the most obscure fucking scenes from movies to read like to fucking remake but it's sh- those things that like stick in your head as a filmmaker like because we would talk because it when it brought it really brought it up to me she sent me a picture of adam driver from the ferrari movie that's being made and michael mann's doing it and i'm like michael mann has a very distinctive visual style like Miami Vice, black hat, like it's a very he has a very distinct style of making things. Collateral. Collateral like his movies look a very distinct way. And I'm like, that was very interesting to me that Michael Mann is doing the movie about Enzo Ferrari. And that's what made me think of like I have the car, I have the camera and the equipment to redo that scene from fucking Miami Vice. And I can't drive. And my tubs is probably no longer interested in doing it. Because I barely talk to him. Couldn't tell you the last time I talked to him. Hmm. She did offer up somebody from her work though. And we just swap races. It'd be a white tubs and a black crocket. So now you're getting into the fucking always sunny aspect of (laughs) them remaking lethal weapon yeah i mean you gotta just be that would be one of the things well why'd you gotta why is crockett gotta be black well because i can't drive (laughs) that's why um i guess the the couple stuff we've seen together well, what you haven't seen um, that I've seen is House of Dragons. But we can talk about it because well, I, I know everything that goes on in the show. and You watch the recaps. And I, I, you, I, you I, I know the lore. Really, I know. I really just need to... Really watch that show. It's so fucking... House of Dragons right I now... I might do because the next one's the last one for the season, right? Yes. So I'll probably just watch them all when I can just... Um, House of Dragons is probably one of the best shows this year that I've watched. I'll give it that. Cause I mean, just not even watching it, just the story, knowing how well they're doing the story. Yeah. People are complaining about the time jumps, but when you know the source material, isn't a fully fleshed out novel, like those first seasons of game of Thrones were based on fully fleshed out novels. This isn't a full, like you get to see Rhaenyra from she's a kid. All like it jumps around. Because it's basically an insight. It's it's a history book. It's written like a history book. Like you wouldn't read a history book in school of the entire timeline. Yeah, of one you would. It would be the major events. Yeah. Um. It's also history is written by the victors, so they're probably gonna leave stuff out. Yeah. But I don't know. Like either this or Saul. Couldn't tell you like which one was better. I don't know. I think just from an investment standpoint, I was probably invested more in Saul. Yeah. House of Dragons is probably more of a surprise on how good it is. Yes, because going into it, people were like, this is gonna be shit. Concerning it's like um how the bad taste you have from Game of of Thrones. Uh, and then coming into this, and it was just because I don't think the original guys are no, they have nothing to do with this. But I will say it goes to show you where the downfall of the Game of Thrones show was. 
when they ran out of material from Martin and they had to write their own shit. And it's also basically, oh, what what fans you, what do y'all want to see? Okay, we'll do that. Well, every conspiracy theory, every fucking, we'll fucking throw that in. And then we just, we need to get this done because we got this Star Wars film that we want to do. Yeah, that we're not even going to be able to do. Yeah. And then we're going to do this Confederate, what if the Confederate won the Civil War? But now we can't do that because... Which again, as a historical fiction person, like, who like, I, I would not have been, I don't think that's a bad idea for a show. No. I don't think that's the two people who needed to do it though. Because you can make you can make a really good show out of depending on how you approach that. Yeah. It just got announced like if it wasn't announced during that time. Oh yeah, no, yeah. They announced it, went, it at the wrong time. It went, it never would have got canceled. Um because fuck. Uh What was that show with Danny that was on AMC with Danny uh into that into the into Bad the Badlands. Badlands. Yeah, that wasn't Donnie Yen. It was another Asian guy, but yeah. It wasn't Donnie? No, it I wasn't it Donnie was. Yen. Um But yeah, House of Dragons, like this past episode is was very good because this was Patty, um I'm sure I want to get his name last I'm not even going to King Valeris that this is his Emmy. Oh, for yeah. Your, for your consideration mm-hmm. episode. He was so fucking good. The makeup was so good. Oh, yeah. And it's the... It was the... Because the, 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 the whole critique of his character the whole season has been he's not really a... He's a middling king. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. And this one, he fucking stood up and said, no, you bitches, you're going to listen to me. This is... It shows you the curse of the of the Iron Throne. That... He made him out of swords because the king, whoever sits in it, you can't get too comfortable in it. Yeah, and he because was very comfortable s- as king. Yeah, the longer you sit, you're not supposed to be sitting on a throne. You're supposed to be out battling and fighting and keeping the fucking the, yeah. the kingdom in order. Because all of his wounds, like his infected wounds and stuff like that, is coming from sitting on the king on the Iron Throne of all the getting cuts and mm-hmm. stab little stabs from the uh, from sitting down. Or you could say leprosy, one of the two. But... This- I mean, it, may, it could look, you know, as somebody who's dealt with a crap ton of infection this year, I can see that just being festering infections. Yeah, and just the mason. Because when they were treating it early in the first couple episodes, like the macer, the mason, um, the head mason for the king wasn't listening it was like oh no don't we're not going to do that we're going to do the yeah. old way yeah which probably made it worse mm-hmm. but now it got to the point where like his arms gone half of his face is rotted off that um he has zero energy and it was is really tough to watch the scene of especially him and laying in bed because of how much he looked like my dad towards the end of his life. And, um, minus half of the face riding off. But the, um, yeah, no, they fucking, um, on the recap, they even fucking blurred out. Yeah. The makeup. But the scene of them, of him coming, 
showing his presence one last time in front of the uh in front of his family and his subjects and stuff like that um was such a great scene of him walking just every ounce of energy he has left in his body he's going to um use it to get to the iron throne to oversee this one last Right, he was gonna make sure, like he that he was make showing sure his, his presence. Yeah. yeah, make sure his, um, what he wants to happen after he's gone happens, to reinstate this. This is what I want. And there's a great scene of him going up the stairs, doing it by himself, and he stumbles a bit, and the crown falls off, and his brother Damon grabs the crown. And goes to help him up the stairs. It's such a great scene. And it turns out that wasn't supposed to happen. That Patty was going up. The crown accidentally fell off his head. And just so happens Matt Smith was right next to him. Caught the crown. And then kind of improvised the rest of that scene. Help Helps him up. This sits him down. And then gently puts the crown back on his head. And then walks away. That's that. That's the mark of good actors. Like just, just keep. Oh going. yeah, just keep going. Um, knowing you can see this is this is a great moment. Let's keep it. Um. And speaking of fucking Matt Smith, it's just how much um, he doesn't age in this fucking show. Everybody else age. It's twenty one years from episode one till now. You can say 30 years because of the prologue, but it's... I mean, the doctor doesn't age. That's true. <laughs> so, um, it's just the the political aspect of it. The, I mean, that's what made the original, so that's what made the original Game of Thrones TV show good. And it's how much... It's what made the books good. Yeah. And it's how much you see parents influence their kids. Oh yeah, this is how very hatred, much a hatred trickles down to your kids. Um, where's the people screaming wokeness for this? Because I mean, that's basically all this is. Like, you don't hate isn't there. You teach hate. Yeah, these kids were all friends, except for um, Rhaenyra's kids. Like. The the two not the bat, the the two bastard ones. Well, her all her all three of her kids oh, were. I'm sorry. Her original me. kids are all bastards. Joffrey's not old enough yet, but the the two oldest, especially the one that's going to be king after her. Mm-hmm. Um, legit has good heads on their shoulders. They, they seem like, like they're good kids. Yeah, they, and they know right from wrong. They were all friends. Yeah, like they would pick on fucking Aegon, but like they were all friends, and now just from the hatred of their parents, yeah, or the hatred from the two, the 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 queen and her dad, yeah, and it's the fact of the queen's kids now are just the complete opposites, mm-hmm. because of what you did, yeah, because of the hate you put into them, they're they're horrible yeah. people. Your oldest kid that's supposed that that you want to be king is a fucking rapist and a fucking uh, alcoholic. Yeah. Your middle kid lost an eye, but gained a dragon. But he's a complete fucking asshole now, who's 
quick to violence. And he's got to marry a sister. One of them marries the sister. No, the oldest married the sister. Not oldest, not, yeah, I was about to say, one of them went had to marry the kids. The only, the only good one of that is the sister who has uh, foresight, yeah. I think they call it. Mm-hmm. Dragon sight or whatever it's called. Who basically said... Like, yeah, she, she's literally got the same shit that fucking Aegon had. Yeah, and also... He's the, the, the one, because the, the whole fucking Song of Fire and Ice comes from Aegon. Like, he saw that when, after he conquered Westeros. Also, Daenerys had it. She saw, yeah, because she could see things. She just couldn't... She had like, you just Yeah. She had a vision in season two, I think it was. But Aegon and Helena's visions are way seem to be way more clear. Okay. Like, hers were like... Oh, you see uh, Jason Momoa and the baby and all this and fucking King's Landing's all fucking burnt up and you couldn't really tell what was going on. Like, Helena straight up said, yeah, he's going to get a dragon, but he's going to lose an eye. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I won't, it's like you will get a dragon and then she chimes in, but you'll close an eye. I mean, you'll lose an eye. Like, she just says he'll lose an eye. No, she said close an eye. Oh, I thought she just said Which straight up. Which it interprets yeah, into. You're going to lose an eye. Yeah, your eye's going to be forever closed. Um... But now the season finale's uh, Sunday, and it the king d- dies at the end of this episode, and now it's the, the shit's about to hit the fan because, um, all the fucking players are, are in one place. Oh yeah, because now it's it's now is the actual dance of the dragon. Now it's the power move. Who fucking who's the first one to make the power yeah. move, which is looks like it's going to be the queen and Hightower. Well, and now, dad. yeah, because now you're going to get into the, the Targaryen civil war. The two houses are going to, like, yeah. the Hightower's trying to keep Aegon the second on the throne. The black and the green. Yeah, the, the, the black versus the green, yeah. Yeah. And, um, how far do you go down? Because, like, are you going to get into the Mad King stuff? Like, do you go that far into How, the yeah, do you keep? Because, I mean, this isn't going to last forever. Do you go all the way up until... Because Matt Smith, uh, Prince Damon, and Princess Valeria, I mean... Uh, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. They're only, what, three generations from Jon Snow? I mean, they, they die at a certain point. Like, there's a big fucking thing. Like, there's like, they're building up. To, like, I don't know how they're going to do it. Clearly, it's not this season. They're going to be building up to something. Because for it to end this season, the way, like, the whole shit ton of people would have to die. But they've got time for a timeline. Like, now, they could play out the book. I don't know how far the history goes. Like, I don't know if it's just the Targaryen Civil War and then the book ends, or if they're going to go. But you could do the Targaryen Civil War, which is Aegon II versus Rhaenyra. And then you could go, keep going, and just have Martin, because a lot of the stuff between now and then is written about. It's also the fact of, you come down to it, who has the most dragons? Uh, Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, like, that's why I'm saying, like, this is going to be at least the most four seasons. You can't drag it out much longer than that. Princess uh, Renara has oh they stop they start dropping that's how bad the fight gets five dragons yeah they start dropping because it's the last dragon dies while her son is king 
Well, the last dragon's born. Okay. While her son is king, Aegon the Third. So her, Rhaenyra's oldest, is still on the throne when the last dragon yeah, is born. She has what five kids? She's six, got the she's got kids. the three, and then she's got the three from what's his face, and then the three from Damon. Yeah. Yeah, because she's pregnant again, and um, when when she goes back to King's Landing after six years mm-hmm. to to meet up with Daddy, and then. Um, Yeah, because then you go into the um, the sea snakes, uh, driftwoods, uh, kids. Mm-hmm. They have dragons. I did like how uh, Screen Crush put it. Like no one remembers bloodlines; they remember remember names. Yeah, he said, and then he cuts to like Game of Thrones when that house wasn't even there. <laughs> like they didn't show up or do anything. Yeah, um, foul not found. But yeah, but I mean, you could you could literally have like that would be something I would be interested in seeing. Like all the shit we didn't get to see in Game of Thrones, like have because well, we saw we didn't see a lot of shit in Game of Thrones, and you could always have like another set of characters. I I would I, I want to know what goes on with that other house because that's the only other Valerian house, and you would think since they got something to do with. You know, ships and ocean. They would have been in the other season, other game, other show, but they're not. They're not in the book either. So something's gotta happen to them that they disappear completely. But isn't there like a threat of war with the Martells? They're and they're, they're the ones that hold like. Is it the Martells or is it the fucking Dornish? Like the Sand State? Like that that fucking Dorn never fucking came underneath the fucking throne. I take that back. There's two more episodes. There's 10 episodes this oh. season. But the way the fucking next week's uh, sneak peek episode, like the, the little... Well, I mean, Game of Thrones always, when they did the shows, it was always like the big episode and then the finale was kind of like a setup because you never had the big throwdown episode at the end. It was always like episode eight or non. Because when... Uh, fuck, Sir... Vermon, Vermon, Vamon, the dude's brother that wants to take over because his, oh yeah 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 because he knows yeah because he even yeah yeah so when he's giving his speech about the kids being bastards she's a whore all this also just going on about the bloodline it has to stay in the blood that we have survived thousands of a thousand years uh, we survived the great doom and all this other stuff yeah because they were the only how they. I want to say... Because them and the Targaryens are like two oldest houses. They left... I think they left Valeria first and then the Targaryens left. Because they had, they had to, right? Well, they they, they knew the... Pro, like somebody... The whole reason... There was a the, the big calamity and I want to say the Dragon Sight saved those two houses because they believed it. Okay. No one else believed it. So it's like Pompeii. Yeah. So the two how they they knew they believed something was gonna happen, so they left. No one else did, which is why if you look at the fucking the 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 model that King Vistri was making, this big huge fucking like that's what Valeria like, was this fucking metropolis. Like, no, like everyone got way too blase. Like it was kind of I guess you could you could equate it with like the Roman Empire, like the height of Rome. Oh, okay. Where it was like 
the barbarians. It was sack too big. Room. Yeah, it was too big to to kind of fail. Like nobody believed it would. Oh, nothing's gonna happen. And they got so laissez-faire, the fucking barbarians were able to come running in. Well, this was like no one believes the fucking because I want. I don't. I mean, it might have been just a big fucking natural disaster, mm. but nobody believed it. Doesn't it go into the sea? Like it sinks into the. Sea. Yeah, like it's gone completely. Like. Yeah. So I don't even know that you could get back to old Valerio because it's completely been destroyed. It's like Pompeii, like it completely wiped off the fucking face. Um, they, um, when he's giving that speech and if you watch, like there's a, a very quick scene that somebody on Twitter pointed out. It's such a great scene as he's, as he's giving his speech. Um, Matt Smith just looks over at the princess and gives her like a little fucking look and she just ever so slightly nods saying like, if you want to do something, go ahead, go ahead. And when he yells out and she's a whore fucking the king gets up in his last fucking breath, pulls out his little dagger and it's like, I'm going to, cut your tongue out for saying and then split second later fucking Damon just slices his fucking head in half wait cause they, like not only did she give him permission yeah when 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 his brother like that's the ultimate permission yeah the king the yeah. king sat there like when Vistress got up and sat down like said he's Damon's like I can do this and get away like no done <laughs> yeah it's like and what he says afterwards it's like well, it's not his tongue. And then everybody draws the sword on. It was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh, it's, it's just like, you was not expecting that. It was just like, so good. Like that episode was so good, uh, from Sunday night. Um, we're going to have to start up the game of Thrones watch party now again. Yeah. Like we used to do it. Yeah. Uh, Cause this like, again, nobody House. expected this show to be any good. No. After the way the fucking original show ended, like, no, like, I was very hesitant because I'm like, how, like, I knew Martin hadn't completely written the material himself. I can see this next year for the Emmys, like, oh, being yeah. that one where it just, every, it gets nominated for all the fucking characters. It's not going to win. Can, Saul can't catch a break. I don't think it's going to win. It, cause it's, it's still going to go up against Succession. Yeah, Succession comes back. And then you got um, Better Call Saul, and then you got... Handman's Tale, Handmaiden's Tale. Yeah, it's. I, I haven't even. I haven't watched any of those yet. Oh, it's. It is out. Mm-hmm. It's okay. on Hulu. Oh, speaking of which, Netflix now is going to go to weekly episodes for their TV stuff. Some of them, like I, I think so, it helps some stuff. Hmm. Like I, I'm guessing because of there's been such a huge decline in well the numbers well the number i mean it's the decline in the subscriptions it's a decline in the stock prices which really you can't blame on anything other than the stock market is fucking tanking at this point yeah um but it does like some of the 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 small not the big shows hang around right yeah the some of the smaller ones peak and then then drop and i think if you know you've got a really good show Put it on week to week. It works for Disney. Yeah. I think that proves that it'll work. It's the fact of 
especially with House of Dragons, it's just like every fucking episode gets better and better. And every episode, it's like, can't miss TV. It's like, you fucking counting the days before. It's like, it's Game of Thrones time. Um, yeah, because I mean, I love, I love Stranger Things this past season. But again, it was one of those we sat and watched like six episodes all at once. Yeah, it's basically... And then put, them on, put the rest of them on the next day. Yeah, it's an all-day fucking thing to watch one half a season. Yeah. You you waste... But you I mean, even then, the it's day. like you watch it and then you're done with it. Like most... Like we come and talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. a normal person, like... It also comes down to awards um, season when... If it comes out too early and you dump all the episodes all at once, yeah, it gets people lost. gonna forget. Yeah, yeah, it's like fucking Dahmer came out. That should get awards. Yeah, but it came out all at once. Granted, now there's some stuff that needs to be. I think you need to be able to sit and watch. Also, the- and once like Dahmer, you think you need because the way Dahmer was like you were, at points you can like are they gonna try and make this dude redeemable? Are we gonna supposed to like there are some episodes that make you feel like. Are they trying to make us feel sympathetic for Jeffrey Dahmer? And then, like, you get to episode five, and you're like, no, he's a horrible piece of shit. Yeah, the families of the victims are coming out against Netflix show. I mean, every, I, I get it. Every, like, it's not been that long. It's also, it's going to be the number one Halloween costume. I mean, any blonde-haired kid with glasses looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. I've seen a couple of where they, it's like, kids that's not even teenagers yet oh no that's their fucking parents dressing them up like yeah and it's like holy shit it's like a fucking mini me of Dahmer yeah but I mean again he's just like a normal average blonde dude with fucking glasses as a small child I could have passed for a a mini Jeffrey Dahmer yeah I probably could have back when I had blonde hair yeah so I mean I get it I get people because again this has happened in the late 80s early 90s you still have people who are very much alive and young enough to look, you know, not yeah. like what Gacy's was in the seventies, like yeah, sixties, seventies. So a lot of, I mean, you get closer to like the fucking BT, BTS, BTS. yeah, we had, yeah, uh, not BTS, Bind Torture, uh. BTK. BTK. Mind yeah. Torture Kill, not... BTS is, is the, fucking the Korean, Korean band. Yeah. <laughs> BTK. That's a whole different culture. Talk about that motherfucker. Like, dude, you were scot-free. That dude, I loved... I watched You the- were scot-free, and then your dumbass had to go and write a letter. <laughs> Email the letter. Yeah, like you... He even asked, hey, if I send this... If I send this email, can you trace me? Oh, no. Send all the emails you want. Okay. I watched a documentary about him on YouTube. It was like a, a, I don't know what channel it was on, but they ripped it and put Mm -hmm. it on YouTube. And um, because there's a moment where his wife is reading the paper, he's reading the paper and she's also reading over his shoulder about the killer. And she's looking at the note that he wrote and he's like, oh, look, you write the, you write the, uh, I think the S or something the like same that. Way. The same way as this guy. And for a split second in his mind, he thought, I'm going to have to kill her. <laughs> like he was, he was thinking in his head as she said that. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to kill her. I'm probably going to have to kill the kids and I'm going to have to move. And he was 
literally he was about to do it. He was about to kill her. And she was just like, huh, that's a funny coincidence. And just went on back on her day. And it's just the fact of like this dude was the model citizen. He's dude, been, he got away. He, he, he got away with it. He's been doing it for like since the sixties, up until the nineties. He had gotten away with it. Yeah. He would have been that one. He would have been he'd have been another Zodiac. I think they already found who that is. I think they pretty much know it's like, all right. A lot of experts can say this it, it was this guy. Yeah, but I mean, either up until that point now. Like Yeah, it took a while. It took a while. Like he could have been a Zodiac like where he just never got like it's like the fucking Because um, you look at him, you're like, who how no one would have suspected this dude. Who was the, the, the DNA guy? The Green River? Not the Green River Killer. Um, the one where they did the DNA for the, the granddaughter. And it turned out it was the same DNA from a crime scene from a... I don't remember. Oh, God. What the fuck? It was in California. Pat Oswald's wife had something to do with catching the Green River Killer. Yes. Some book or whatever she wrote. Um. God, what the fuck? I know she knows. Um. Yeah, because I I want to say the granddaughter took a DNA test, and every DNA test result goes through the FBI database and then all the other databases just in case, and it popped up of like some cold case. Yeah, no, and people complain about that. I'm like, do you have to agree to that when you sign up for those? Like, it's in the terms and like they, I think I don't. It's weird. I mean, I don't think they automatically go, but. It's weird how they do it. It's like the South Park episode where they they sign up for Apple and they they keep clicking on the agree to the terms without reading it. And then next thing you know, I think either Kyle or Stan is now in a human centipede. Yeah. My asco. But um, we we just had because ancestry updates your DNA. And the more it gets of a, a thing that can kind of narrow your dna down and what our actual genetic makeups are you know how expensive it is to do an ancestry report on yourself like if you get an expert to do it oh yeah because it's tedious as hell it is three thousand dollars per family member yeah it's tedious as hell so your grandparents and your your two sets of grandparents that's fucking twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> it's tedious as hell for them to go through. Like it's it's been a pain. I I I traced back my lawn a good ways on depending on who it was. Like I went looking for my Irish heritage and it stopped. Like I ran into a dead end. Like a generation in Ireland. My grandfather on my mom's side. That's the that's the side of the family that I found the most. I found my Native American relative. I found people who fought in the Revolutionary War. Like, that's how far back that side goes. Jenny McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy. No, dude, it's so hilarious. I have not found another outside of my family. Like, my mom. Another McCarthy? Nope. Not even Paul? There is no... As long as it's a bloodline, we should all be technically related. I guess McCarthy. No, they changed... So, So, the name... They ch- it's one family, and they changed the spelling of it as they moved out. Is how that happened. Oh, I don't want to be associated with my brother anymore. Basically, so it's a very Irish thing to do. Um, so technically, we should all be related if you follow it back enough. 
my great grandfather's father, like that's the last McCarthy that I can come get any information on. I can't get any information. No one on Ancestry with the name McCarthy has shown up as a DNA match. I see the and the only reason I know this is all legit because people from my mom's side have submitted and I have a shit ton of bay hands my uncle is my my mom's brother did one he's on that like my my dad's side of the family just like we I, I, did we fucking change our names did we commit some fucking massive crime Maybe in Ireland and just fucking change our names. The potato famine, the potato famine. Because it would have made it. My great grand, my my grandfather's dad fought in World War One, so he was here, but his father is from Ireland. Like, and I can't find anything past him. Just like my grand, like my grandfather, my dad's mom. I can't get anybody past her dad. I think we're just a fucking family of criminals that... Gypsies? Fucking Irish and Italian mob. I'm I'm just scared of doing a DNA test and it just coming back of like... Your whole life you're... You're supposed to be 100% French, 100% Italian. On my dad's side. And then my mom's side it's... Oh, it's Ger- all... It's gonna be different. German... And uh, Native, I think Seminole. It's it's gonna be different because, and then come back like if I get the test back and it's like you're not even there's no French there's no Italian in you. The um, so at first the Native American didn't show up in me. I've gone through ancestry and family tree. I haven't checked family tree, but it, it updates. It's in my uncles, so I'm like, all right, maybe I just didn't get it, but now it shows up. Indigenous American, North America. But I also have Singali. Where the fuck is Singali? Central Africa. Cameroon, Congo. And when I go back through my bloodline... Your family's that motherfuckers that went to Africa and tried to colonize mm -mm, it. mm -mm. Yeah. No, I I finally... Because I've gone back... Are you Belgium? No. I've gone back far enough and you can see... Like, so... Way back, like, it, there's literally somebody married a black woman way back at one point, and then it just, because yeah. there's there's pictures of them. Like, there's still weird, there's pictures of them. There's the, um, the Native American that I've tracked down to was someone from the Carolinas. during re- He fought in the American Revolution for the Americans. So he completely whitewashed himself, but he always claimed he always claimed his Native American heritage. But he had like a religious white name. His kids all had religious white names. I but just, he when he filed for his pension from the war, from the Revolutionary War, it was filed as a Native American. So I want to know if I'm related to the guy who tried to blow up the Canadian Parliament. We have the exact same name. First, middle, and last. You, you just, it's, because I, and it's I happened. Was, I grew up, I was always told I was Irish and Italian. That's it. You I, look, you look at my family, it was like Irish, Italian, and whatever my parent, my mom's side was. My grandmother on my dad's side is Italian, 
hardcore Italian. And then my dad, my dad's, my grandpa's side is uh, French. 23% England, Northwestern Europe, 23% Irish, 13% Scottish, 12% Southern Italy, 7% Jewish, 6% Northern Italian. Oh, you might have some Sicily in you. Yeah, well, yeah, because that I figured. Which also could be where the Central African that comes from. Because motherfuckers were just mingling in the fucking Mediterranean without any care. Oh, your mob. Um, Side of your family. Aegean Islands. Hmm. Uh, this one's cool. The Basque. The fuck is Basque? So it is a area between France and Spain. In mythology, they are the descendants of Atlanteans. All right, now they're just making shit up. No, Basque, like, they have their own, like, they are, it, it, it is fucking Basque, like, weird fucking history. When did that get fucking eaten up by France or Spain? Because uh, it's, like, in between. Like, it's on the border. It's, like, it's an area of those, of the land where the, only these people come from. It's, like, if Sicily was a part of the main Italian peninsula, it, but you could, there was a distinctive DNA difference between the Sicilians and... The Italians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's like the one. It's one of the cooler ones that, that's on there. But it just it updates. You know when they the shit gets narrowed down. But I had a uh, a discussion with uh, a Palestinian friend of mine, and we were talking about the crazy shit going on over there. And I'm like, but I have no heritage. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I, sh- I told, I showed him this, and I'm like, I grew up a white kid that didn't care like anybody. <laughs> I have no heritage. Apparently, your family did something awful in Ireland. You, you ain't lying. <laughs> they probably caused the potato famine. This is like, where's my tree? Like, that's it right there. This is, that's my dad. That's his dad. That's his dad. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's three once you go, like, 1811. And then whoever Cornelius was. And there's no date of birth, no date of death. Oh, that just sounds like a fucking... <laughs> His old. wife was born in 1781. That's all. Like, the no on neither side, this is where this starts. And she didn't die. She's still alive. Definitely, like, that. nobody can, like, there's not... I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> we did something. And then my mother saw it. like <laughs> it just keeps going. Wait, what the fuck? The picture. Fourteen ninety. What is that picture of? Headstone. Oh, the headstone. Fourteen ninety. You did all that yourself. Yep. See, I want somebody to do that for me. Because all this, like, you do this and you can go through records and it starts, it looks for, like, birth certificates and stuff like that. I want to be famous so I can go on that PBS show. Yes. <laughs> I want to go do it, too, because, like, look, I'll be, like, straight up and, like, find, find my black relatives. Although I don't have to. I can, I can like, because you do the, the matches on here yeah. of people. Oh, I, there are New Orleans, there are people in New Orleans related to me in the black community. Hmm. <laughs> I love messing with my parents whenever I would tell them because my dad would get mad. And then 
I think it's hilarious that all of that, you know, DNA, like the black, the Jewish, the Native American, is all on my racist ass grandfather's side. Well, it's probably usually the thing. Like the most racist guy ended up raping or having sex with a. I mean, it's just it's from forbidden. it's from that side of the family. I just think it's hilarious. Or maybe it's like the son or the or the daughter or something like that rebelling against the dad. Because yeah, I mean, this is all people that at some share some form of DNA with me. Distant cousin, parent to sod. And they're all primarily from my mom's side. See, what sucks is a long time ago, a relative from up north that's made a family tree book of us and was going to sell it. Like, hey, we got these. Instead of giving it to us, they were going to sell it to us. Well, I mean, you know, you got to... Yeah. Try and get something out of, you know. Um, so. Especially if they like distant, distant cousins. Hey, look. <laughs> and I think they found my, like they didn't find my grandpa or nothing like that. They found my dad and they, they told him about the book. And like, I know my grandpa wanted it. And I think my dad was talking about wanting it, but they just never bought the book, which sucks because I would, I would have been fascinated to read that book to see. Because apparently he, he did like pretty in-depth research on the family lineage oh yeah like when you go in through some of these like pull into some of these people like some of them have more than others about them and there is one there was one section of the family that had like fucking 12 kids and they all lived that's the fucking Irish no this is my mom's side so this Uh. is like I'm like, so they all live too. It's not like they had a big, massive family because a bunch of them died. No, they lived. So they, it was a shit ton. They, dude, there was like some fucking incest. It's like, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't know. It was either that or it was like brothers married a set of sisters or something hmm. weird like that. I'll get my family tree and it's like, man, this thing doesn't fork that, that often. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It is interesting to sit and do though. To like look up, yeah, and you can get them like on special, like ancestral do like deals during like the holidays, because that's when we did it. My tree's fucking leaning over, <laughs> wop like lopsided to the fucking ground. Like, <laughs> you're too, you're too saping on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's too much shalmation in your blood. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I know there's like, you type in my name. In Facebook, you get a thousand fucking people mm-hmm. in Canada. Oh, yeah, so yeah, because this even is, uh, it brings up the areas like in your thing, like where everyone's from and stuff. So, I mean, it, it, it goes into pretty good depth. Of it's like, oh, you're Colombian and fucking Eskimo. Yeah, because look, there's my Sengali's on the... It's on the... No, that's what it is. That's why we keep getting hit with hurricanes. That's right where hurricanes come from. Oh, you pissed off some tribes? It's like some some ancient ancestor spirits just like... You stole those fucking people's (laughs) idol and sold it. 
And now you're cursed, your family cursed, where they just send fucking hurricanes <laughs> at us every couple of years, once in a generation. That's what it is. Because then that's the bass people right there, like right in the on the on the like the lawn between France and Spain. Yeah, but it's not its own country, right? No, it's okay. just an area like weird hills have eyes, fucking closed fucking community. That it's a distinctive genetic marker. Now it'll be something if my ancestors are from like fucking Romania and you come you go back to like Vlad the fucking Impaler times. I was like, all right, now we're kinda getting somewhere. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it was called it was cool to fucking follow back that one guy all the way to the fourteen hundreds. I mean Oh, you're just like, oh man, because everybody wonders like, oh, what famous people was I related to and all sorts of stuff. And then they'll probably do mine. It's like, no, every fucking person in your family was boring and <laughs> just... That would be great. That would be a great episode of television. The most... Like, you're so hyped about it and the dude comes out and he's like, well, I got some good news for you and some bad news for you. We went back to like the 1500s. Nobody in your family did shit. You don't have to worry. Yeah, you, they, they started by pumping you up. Well, you don't have to worry. There's no killers. Like, there's no yeah. horrible people in your family. You most but there's no interesting people either. <laughs> The most famous guy in your family was the fucking village idiot uh, <laughs> back in the uh, 1700s. He was a cheesemonger. <laughs> he had a cheese shop. I don't know. Now that we're sitting here talking about, like, I'm going to go with Cornelius McCarthy was some kind of fucking criminal. I'm going to have to go to Ireland to find he this out. He sounds like it. I'm going to have to go find out. I'm going to go to Ireland to find this out because there's a big fucking genealogy thing you can go to in Ireland. For a fucking small ass island, we fucking spread our seed far and wide. Did he do something to the Blonnie Stone? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's the McCarthy family. That's the castle for the family Didn't in Kent. So, or I might just find a fucking it's like, oh yeah, all your fucking family members were degenerates and <laughs> fucking just criminals. Oh, they were the they look the 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 stereotype of Irish people being drunk and fighting. They came from your relatives. Everyone else was fine. Yeah. I feel like, awesome. I still say you probably started the potato famine. Like, <laughs> pretty much most of Ireland. Dude, we're just, we're going to go, I have to go there and find out. Oh, it's like, yeah, your fucking grandpa or your great grandpa of one of your relatives was like some high ranking fucking Nazi officer that committed oh atrocities at concentration camps oh God, I don't know what I would do with myself if I found that out <laughs> yeah it's sometimes you don't want to find out <laughs> yeah, I, don't know if I, I don't know that I can handle like, cause like, I mean, like literally I had a grandparent fighting against a grand, a relative holy shit <laughs> it's, it's just the fact of like yeah you know the Lusitania yeah you fucking <laughs> one of your relatives sunk it he was the fucking U-boat captain was it the Lusitania yeah that World War One. yep no, the was that no, that was two. Lusitania got sunk during World War Two. What was the one that started that got us into World War One? What was that? I think it was the Lusitania. Yeah, maybe. Um Was it the Queen? Queen Mary? Yeah. You're some riverboat captain that fucking <laughs> got drunk. 
Look, at least I know one of my relatives fought in the American Revolution. For the good side. For the for the Americans. And he was a Native American at that. He's like, I'll hang with these white guys to kick the British guys out, and then they'll take care of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you look cold. Here's some fucking blankets. Wrap yourself around in your family and all the other people in your fucking tribe. Nah, he sold out. I think he was okay. <laughs> but the majority of his family is now white. Or you can come down to, like, yeah, you're fucking, you have a super rich fucking uncle <laughs> in this other country. That has a ton of land. What was it, King Bob? With John Goodman? No. Was uh, it King what? King Ralph. King Ralph. Yeah, when... 20 descendants of the crown die all die. in a horrible accident. Because <laughs> they get electrocuted during a fucking... Taking a family photo on bleach... Sitting in bleachers. And then, Look, we made that, right? They made that movie all as stupid and far-fetched that was. And then we made Designated Survivor. Yeah. Which is basically the same premise. <laughs> the fucking Secretary of Education is the fucking cabinet member that got picked to sit out this fucking State of the Union and... That didn't last. That was like one season? It was a couple of seasons that I don't think it got picked up by a streaming service for like the last season or two. Oh. Like it had an end. It's like the, uh, was it the manifest? Yeah. The manifest got picked up and then Netflix yeah. ended. Hey, who was the killer who got caught by the DNA of their granddaughter? It was like one of the most prolific killers. God damn it. I want to look this up. <laughs> like his daughter ended up getting DNA tested and it turned out like the DNA was connected to a cold case in the 80s. I mean, I remember it, but I have no idea who it is. I thought it was like one of the big ones. The executive, executive producer's failing us. Somehow we got on to talking about DNA and DNA and ancestry. And we've come to the conclusion that because my McCarthy side ends abruptly, he was probably a criminal. Paul says he's the one that caused the potato famine. It's the only reason why to fucking leave. Oh, you killed Loch Ness or something. <laughs> we did something horrible. To the Scottish. <laughs> and he changed his name. That's why I can't find any other McCarthy's. <laughs> I mean, she he clearly got the Golden State Killer. The Golden State Killer. He's a, I, I want to say he was a prolific from um, 13 murders, 51 rapes, 120 burglaries from 74 to 86. He's a busy boy. Yeah. It's a lot in 10 years. He was 76 when he got caught. Because I knew he had a name. Like I knew he had like they actually named him. So I guess we could talk about the last, like, you know, now that we've gone on a DNA tirade, we can talk about the big thing we both watched. Chicken. <laughs> we both watched She-Hulk. 
as as I yell at the studio mascot. Um, talk about a TV show made for a big fuck you to the fucking internet. The show was great. It was funny. It was I was not that show. That season finale went places I was not expecting. But here's the question now. Is it fourth wall breaks if she didn't actually come into Literally, our world? Because Kevin Feige is a real person. Well, technically, she didn't come into our world. She went into... No, technically, she went into our world because Assembled is just behind-the-scenes stuff. But it's... But what if that guy's just a fucking puppet that just... That's true. Kevin Feige is an actually an actor that portrays the human persona of the Kevin. Yes. So I guess, yeah. Um... She literally broke the fourth wall and went in. That was a great, like, if they'd have done it maybe a little bit better, like, you, they could have made it look like your, your, your app kicked back to the menu screen. I guess they did it before Well Off a Night was. Yeah, like, if you, if they could have done that, like, make it look like it kicked over to your screen, your thing, like, that would have been great. Like, it looks like your fucking menu screen, but. I don't know. I never clicked on the Marvel section. I mean, that's what it looks like. That's what I mean. That's what they. Oh yeah. I just do the home, like the front homepage. But bird, you better not poop on that pillow. I'll kick your ass. But this episode was. um, It's weird, because it's just like this whole season of just like. I guess you could like people do say like it's nothing happens this season. It's all like individual episodes. But that's what a There's sitcom no is. Overalling. Like, I mean, that's what a sitcom really is. Yeah. Because the you we thought the overarching thing was going to be intelligentsia and the blood, but again, she made a perfectly good point to fucking Kevin. Kind of just seems a little fucking superhero soldier serum to me. It's also the fact of the um, a great opening. Where they just remade. Yeah, and remember, like they showed the that like before. Yeah, they showed that before the season even started too. Remember? Did they? They showed part of it. Like that was the come one of the commercials was like the seventies throwback. Oh. And she's sitting there standing with Bruce, and people were like, "Oh, it's so stupid. You won't like me when I'm angry." It's just the whole fact that it was like shot for shot. For yeah, like, like they completely redid that opening. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like uh, people on the internet complaining. I'm like, what do you want? Because you can't tell me what you want. That's how you bring Deadpool into to the mix. She breaks the fourth Dude, wall. Dude, I'm telling you, whenever they're together, like they should both go to break the fourth wall together and then just look at each other. Like, She breaks the fourth wall. Leaves She-Hulk. Dude, that would have been, been a great way to fucking just drop the fucking cameo. Yeah. Like, she does that, goes to Marvel Studios on the fucking Disney lot, and there's fucking Hugh Jackman and fucking... You don't even have them as Deadpool and fucking... That would have been a great way to fucking announce it. People still would have been pissed. They, It's just Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, like, sit, like walking, and she makes some kind of reference mm-hmm. as she's walking by, and then when you cut back to them, they're, like, holding a Deadpool 3 script. Just say, I loved you, and don't mention X-Men, don't mention Deadpool, just name some random movie. Random movie they were in, yeah, he was in. I loved you in the Prestige, and oh no, look at fucking Ryan Reynolds and be like, either I loved you in Green Lantern, 
or oh oh green's a good look on you like because of the green lantern connection yeah like, or, looking, or at, looking at her uh like slap him on the back and go what's up van wilder yeah you can do that two guys in the fucking two guys a girl in a pizza shop you really want to go oh you go to fucking the De- grassy was he on the grassy like it seemed like every Canadian person. I think he was a KK. I don't think he was on it, on it. He might have cameo. He might have had like some featured, like featured. Feature extra. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fucking Drake was on that goddamn show. But yeah, like the like just making like that to me, I would have been like, that would have been a great way to fucking announce it. It's also, it's very like, once again, this episode was very funny. Like it, was, it, it made I, me laugh. Especially the stuff with Kevin. Um, I think that's what really the season was building up to. It was because again, her fucking comics not all that integral to everything that happens. She is super horny for fucking Daredevil. Jesus, everybody's Christ. super horny for Daredevil. Like that is a comic. Like Daredevil slang some dick for being a fucking cripple. Like he can't see, but he is landing. He lands ass all the time. And I've seen people say they hope that she's in fucking born again because I kind of like the fucking Jen and Matt. Like, don't let him. Like, she doesn't. He doesn't need to hook up with Karen or you know just have him in a relationship with another. And that's a oh, that's a way to bring fucking She Hulk to New York with everybody else. That she fucking moves to New York. I guess the only big thing out of this episode that has any ramifications in the in the Marvel universe, other than reintroducing Daredevil into this MCU, is that the Incredible Hulk has a fucking kid, Scar. So either we're gonna see the movie they're planning, the single movie they're planning is Planet Hulk. Planet well. Would be him leaving in this, going to Sakaar, having that big adventure, and then it ends with him coming back with the kid. Because you can't do it after this. Because I know the kid... It wouldn't make sense. Because the whole point would be him going to fucking calm the kid down. I want to say the kid... Because after the... He leaves and buries his wife... The kid grows rapidly because of the soil or something, or because of his mother's yeah. alien DNA and stuff like that. Maybe that's yeah, that's the kid because he that leaves, way. and the kid grows like they don't even realize the kid's alive still. Yeah, and the kid grows up rapidly, and then he has to go back and fucking call him the kid. Like he has to go back and like fucking deal with the kid. I was really hoping the fucking World War Hulk. Because when he attacks the planet, he attacks the planet because he blames the Illuminati. The Illuminati for all of it. Yeah, because there was a bomb in his uh, spacecraft that they didn't. That I forgot what villain put yeah, it in. Yeah, and that's there. what. Yeah. So I mean, there's like there's things that aren't gonna happen. Like you're not gonna get that. There's there wasn't a bomb in that ship going. Because they came and got him. So what I am going to assume is they came and got him to come get the fucking kid on the control. 
Yeah, I mean, it could be like all flashbacks of like him first going in and becoming. Yeah, you'll see what happened before Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So that means the return of Jeff Goldblum. Yes. And supposedly I heard there's going to be a time skip in fucking Wakanda forever. So I'm assuming it's going to be like during the blip and then after everybody came back. It's also the. The, um, we got the Wakanda Fava joke in She-Hulk when he was like this VFX team's already moved on to another project and then you got the drums oh <laughs> fuck what I was about to say that comes out relatively soon too that comes out next month next month a couple of weeks gotta figure out how I'm gonna watch it probably just gonna be like a very early showing uh, I'm gonna wait until it dies down and then fucking Look up the, I got the credit scene. I got to see it first. I got to. There's just some movie. I'm like, oh, I'll figure it out. You go sit in the handicap spots. Yeah, you get the. I need to. I need to talk to my doctor about getting the placard <laughs> for the car. Yeah, you should. Same old Hulk. Ragnarok. Fuck! I was gonna say something about Ragnarok. I can't remember right now. <clears throat> but. And I'm, I, I, again, I just don't understand why people are complaining about the show other than. Dude, and the fucking the show makes perfect fucking fun of the people who are online making fun of shit. Like who are online talking like shit. That's entire. Like that's literally who the villains of this show were. Literally. Yeah. Literally this whole season's a parody of. Real life. Real life internet people. Lady Thor, even if she wasn't female, I'd still have a problem. How? It'd be Thor. <laughs> and I love I love how like we ended the last episode with the carry moment. Did you notice that? Like it was a straight homage to Carrie. Like the lights went red when she went nuts at the end. Like before she breaks out the wall through out to outside, like the lights go oh, red, the fucking cameras. The previous episode. Okay. Yeah, like last week's episode with when the at the award show. Like it went they did the camera slide move like all oh, like it was a straight up homage. Like we wanna talk about earlier when I'm talking about wanting to shoot my Miami Vice homage. It was a straight up homage to fucking Carrie. Hmm. But uh I mean, yeah, you're, the, the villain of this season was the internet. And they're still complaining about it. But not a single one of these motherfuckers complaining can tell you what they want better. Not a single one. Because that's all it makes, that, that's literally all that makes money and gets attention on the internet now is like hating on shit. Yeah, it's a culture of like tough guys that knowing they they're never gonna be able to say it to your face, but I can be a tough tough guy. Oh yeah, it's you thousands can't, of miles away. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like my issue with Angry Joe now. It's like when they started doing movies and shit on the regular, like you are not a critic at all, like. You have no background in anything to be able to distinguish what is good writing and bad writing. 
because when there's great shit on television, like on in something, you don't understand it, so you think it's bad. And these are the assholes that get. They got She-Hulk early. They got. Uh, what was the other one that came out? They got like the first four fucking... No, no they got the... Uh, Andor, they got the first four fucking episodes early. And they complain, this is so slow. Because you don't have basic English comprehension. You don't have a background in anything that could make you able to critique something. But that's the most of the internet now. Like, I'm going to complain about something because I don't understand it. I have a fucking middle school reading fucking level. I can't get, I don't get the depth. So it's bad. What? All right. So, breaking news, I guess, again. They, there's a possibility there's going to be a Naked Gun reboot. With who? Liam Neeson playing Frank Draven. I could honestly see that. But this is the weird thing. Playing his son. Drebin was... I mean, Drebin was supposed to be pretty old when those movies happened. It's not and it a- makes it even funnier that Liam Neeson's an old man playing yeah. an old man's son. Uh, so the the people that did fucking Chip and Dale is doing this. Oh, then it's going to be fucking hilarious. They, they're going to co-write the script. It's going to be fucking hilarious. It's not official yet. And Liam Neeson, it's not official with Liam yeah. Neeson, but apparently it's very close to being official. It's going to be fucking hilarious. Um, oh, speaking of movies being made that I didn't know about until I got a casting call for it, Half-Baked 2. Yeah, and it is with the original because I got a, a, a list. They, I got the email for they were looking for a, a stand-in for Hector. So how do you ex- how are they going to explain fucking Dave Chappelle getting jacked from one movie to the other? I mean, he's not jacked right now. I mean, he's he's pretty big, still muscle. It's still gonna. I think it's gonna still follow along a lot with his life because they were looking for an Asian stand-in woman. Who's technically, I assume, going to be playing... His wife. His wife. No, because he, he wanted to marry Mary Jane. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is it's probably going to be written more of somebody... It's probably going to... In some kind of way, it's going to follow... Is most that, of these comedies His actual are, life? Yeah. Well. He's probably going to get, at some point, you know, whatever. I don't know. Fucking have Big's hilarious. This ought to be funny as hell, too. Just... A dude looking in the mirror and it's like, you're not a fish. <laughs> you're not. Stop it. I mean, honestly, you do realize what this could be, right? It's called Half-Baked 2, but it's going to be like Dave Chappelle show, the Chappelle show, the movie. Mm. I could see it just being that. Like, God damn it. Why is Charlie Murphy have to be dead? Was he in Half Baked? No, but he was in the Chappelle Show. Oh, well. and people from people from Half Baked were on the Chappelle Show. Hector was on there. Yeah. Uh, was what's his face on Chappelle Show at any point? I don't think so. The third friend. Yeah. Uh, God, what's his name? 
they try to make him a com- comedian, like give him his own movies and all of his movies tanked. But I mean, he was a good stand-up. Yeah. Jim Brewer. Yes. <clears throat> no, I'm talking about a different guy. The one who got sent to jail, not Jim Brewer, but the, the friend that killed accidentally killed a horse and got sent to jail. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That dude. Yeah, he's just been like a character actor and other stuff. Yeah. Because they gave him some space movie where he's supposed to be an astronaut, but he's a fucking idiot. In a tank at the box office. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the last time they gave him his own movie. Yeah, he just he couldn't he couldn't lead he couldn't carry anything. Yeah. But also, he had a a good stand up. Um. Because <laughs> Snoop's in it, Cheech. No, Chong is in it. Willie Nelson was in it. Unfortunately, Bob Saget can't be in it. I had to suck dick for crack. Yeah, the dude from the real s- world was in it too. Yeah. The fucking like Boo this man. Boo this man. You ever had to suck dick for marijuana? No. No, I'd suck dick for crack. <laughs> god damn, Danny Turner. Oh my god. Oh, it sucks that he's dead too, because he would have been great. Yeah. And a cameo in this. God, that makes me wish I could go be on this movie because I guarantee you that set's gonna be hilarious. You bring in John Stamos. Yeah, I oh God, I guarantee that set's gonna be hilarious. It's shooting Baton Rouge, just like uh, Iron Claw, the uh, the movie about well, the it's either a movie or a series about the Von Erichs. I think it's a movie. That's shooting around here, starring uh, Zac Efron. I'm going to assume Interview with a Vampire season two will shoot here, depending on where they say. Does it get? Has it, it goes. Have they officially said they're gonna have? A season I don't know. Two? I don't know. I don't know what they would be doing. They might call it something different because <clears throat> the girl shows up. They do like the whole. I think this whole first season is the first movie. Is that movie? Which means it would be the book. So then whatever's next would not be called Interview with a Vampire. When do we get to Antonio Banderas? He played the Vampire Guild dude. That like the, would be the leader of the guild. I mean, I think <clears throat> So Interview made reference to the Mayfair witches, so I'm assuming like they said you're going to see like things pop up from the entire series of like all her books. So they may go instead of calling an interview with a vampire, or it might still just be called interview with a vampire, and he's Louis just still telling this dude, like all of it. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember how the timeline in the books plays out. Because I mean, you got Queen of the Damned, you got all of that. That I mean, if this works, they, they can do all of them. Hopefully, the Mayfair witches doesn't tank. I don't know if I'm all in on that lead actress. And it's also interview with a vampire has a Game of Thrones connection. Yes, it's uh, the dude that played the eunuch warrior. Grey Worm. Yeah, Grey Worm is Louis. It's so, like, he is so good. Like, I, I, I just can't, like, that show is really good. If it's on AMC, I'm going to set my DVR to it, but if it's on AMC Plus. You just got to log in. I'll just log into my Amazon. I got an Amazon. Did you got to pay for Amazon Plus, though? I mean, AMC Plus, though. Oh. Yeah, it's not. You, I pay, like, an extra 10 Even bucks. Even though I got it on my cable? Maybe you could sit there and put in your cable provider. I don't know. Okay. I'll check when I get home. Because, yeah, like third episode's up now. But, I mean, it's really good. 
They fucking, the last episode, episode two, they went to the opera. So Lestat's whole thing, because at some point in the 80s, Lestat becomes like a musician. Yeah, that's when you get into the Queen of the Damned. Yeah. So his whole thing, his, like Louis states, like his whole thing, his entire life is like, there's been one thing that's held his humanity and it's been music. Otherwise he's just like, he is just detached vampire. But like when it comes to music, it shows where his last remaining ties to humanity is. And they went to a play, an opera and he was all entranced by the soprano, but then the fucking baritone comes out and he's like fucking missing notes and shit. Brings him back to the house and is teaching him how to do the play correctly and then just kills him because he did not deserve to live because he could not fucking sing the song right. And he's like, I was in the man's apartment when he wrote this. You are a fucking disgrace. And he just fucking like nails him in the throat with his fingers and they just fucking drink off him the rest of the fucking night. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Alan Moore has quit doing comic books and Dude, I saw the thing like has gone insane. <laughs> adults who who uh who are in the comp superheroes leads the fashion. I'm like, shut the fuck up, you old fuck up. I still love the medium of comic. No, you don't. Cause if you honestly think that a person should stop reading a comic book at a certain age, then no, you don't love the medium of comic books. Oh, speaking of which, another fucking segue. Uh, movie news: Constantine two got announced. With with I mean, uh, Ka- I liked the Keanu first Reeves. one. I love the character of Constantine. I liked Keanu Reeves as Constantine, but you will not ever replace now Matt Ryan as John Constantine. Yeah. Like it's just not gonna happen. Segue into unfortunate news of with uh, Keanu Reeves. He has officially pulled out of The Devil in the White City TV Yes, show, I did see that. Which uh, sucks, because that's... Like, now you're going from Leo, now to Keanu, now you have to find somebody else to do I this. Don't, I, think, I think that movie works without a big name. Big name. I think he probably could. I mean, Mark Scorsese's a part of it. Like, like you Because originally this was a movie, and now it's going to be a TV show. Yeah, I think you. I mean, it needs it because of what it is. It needs to be longer than a movie. Yeah, I don't know how good the book is. I mean, just in general, if you go or base it off of reality, how much does the book involve H. H. Holmes? I mean, the whole thing should be about him. Because I thought it was about the World's Fair, and it's just like him and the, like he's like a side thing. Like no, these he is murders the, are he, happening. These this, but it, I mean, I mean, I don't know if they they look at it where you don't find out that it's him, or if they show it. I said, yeah, I guess, because I mean, the devil in the white city is him. Yeah, unless it's being told from the side of the people trying to investigate, mm. and you don't ever really, you don't find out until the end. It's it's kind of like, which means he wasn't playing home. Like not so much like from hell, but it could be like, oh, there's this. The real plot is like the World's Fair and Detective doing something with the World's Fair, but you know this little subplot in the background is like these people are getting disappearing and murders and um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go look and see because I mean the the story in general of the Devil in a White City is way more interesting. The fact that people have linked him to being Jack the Ripper as well. So well, that was his own his own fucking kin tried to do that because I watched that. 
a uh, History Channel special. Oh yeah, because they, you know, and they, it they, was fucking awful. Whatever, but I mean, even before that, they were like the 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 years that he couldn't, you couldn't account. Supposedly, you couldn't account for him here in the eighteen eighties. He his he left America. The killing stopped here, but the same type of brutality started in England. Yeah, when Jack the Ripper happened, but then he left when he came back to America. That's when Jack the Ripper stopped. And the murders started back up here, almost in the same vein. But also, there's a guy in New York who was a um, leather dude who apparently was uh, Jack the Ripper also. I mean, you can... Because Jack the Ripper stopped in England, but in New York, almost the same type of... They just didn't get as big a notoriety. Yeah, never got notoriety like Jack the Ripper did because prostitutes died a lot yeah. in New York City. Um, what's it? What the fuck did they call them? The leather leatherworks people that makes like chairs and shit like that. I can't remember what they. Um, but yeah, but the History Channel was like his grandson or great grandson or something like that. No, his great, his great grandson, a great great grandson, was trying to prove that he didn't die at the gallows, that he fucking faked his own death, and also that he was Jack the Ripper. And it's like we have to dig up the grave oh, yeah, yeah. to make sure he's still there. Turns out, yes, yeah, he's, he's still there. And also the Jack the Ripper thing, but he did account for like, yeah, H. H. Holmes committed. Tons of ins- insurance fraud. Mm-hmm. That's how he paid for everything. He yeah. fucking scammed everybody. Um, he murdered a ton of people to collect their life insurance mm-hmm. on. And then, like, there's a stretch in his early days of, like, just killing off his family members, yep. cousins and aunts and stuff like that. His, yeah, kids and, yeah, okay, he was, he's, that's what I'm saying, the story of H.H. H. Holmes would make a great TV series. Yeah. If they been didn't burn down the house immediately after they caught him, like that would have been a yeah. Because I think the only thing place. left is like an outline of where the foundation was. Because the rest of it is like a post office on top of the site. Yes. Now. When I was in Chicago, I wanted to go to the location, but it was kind of far away, and I didn't have time to. Uh, yeah, because I mean, is there? It's a post office. Yeah, no, it's a post office. But I was trying to remember if they had like a. a a plaque or something. I'm sure they probably do. It's yeah. it's under it's like next to I don't know if it's a above ground subway rail cart mm. um right next to it or just a bridge or something right next to it. That's like somebody should just go put up a memorial for all the damage victims at that apartment, what's left of it. Like cuz it's just an empty field or an empty lot now still to this day. They tore the building down, but they didn't do anything that they said they were going to do with it. Which was a big part of like the last episode. Like they would push it. Like at some point they yeah. were pushing for a park and the and navy. All that. Yeah, I seen that scene with the neighbor at the government place. Yeah. Like I've been. It's been years. Why hasn't this been done? And she's like, "Oh, it takes time and a red Every, tape." Everybody wants to forget. And it, at the end of the episode, it still it says like nothing. It's still nothing there. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, in closing, 
She Hulk's great. Um, Werewolf by Night. Oh yes, that's right. Werewolf by Night. We did watch that. One hour special, Halloween special. Um, did a great job. Catch, uh, basically recreate the atmosphere of a 1930s Universal's horror movie, horror film. Um, fucking Man Thing, out of nowhere. Man Thing was great. Like Ted? out of nowhere, no Man Thing was not expecting that. No, they announced them beforehand. I see. I didn't see any. Like oh, okay. I just, I dude, I didn't even know it was out yet. I didn't know it was. Out. I thought it was closer to Halloween. Yeah, I just, I, t- I put and it at the on, beginning put, of October. I put on the thing, and I'm like, holy shit, man! Like Werewolf by Night's out. And again, I'm kind of like partial to because those were the books that I found in the apartment. My parents found in the apartment when we moved into the square. Was all those kind of, like I had like they, they found a shit ton of comics they got left, and yeah. it was like Werewolf by Night, Ghost. Run. It was like all these old street level comic book characters so that's like the first comic book characters i ever read were like werewolf by night blade did you have the first moon knight because that was werewolf by night it might have been in there dude i know i had like the first three x-men comic books until katrina like those were in there like i had this collection was metal. it was like you know like the old uh entertainment center things where you lifted it up and the whole inside was basically a trunk oh yeah my grandma had one of those that's what they were in jesus so i had a shit ton of comics and there were all these old, where like it was all these old Marvel comics. There was no DC. It was like all a crap ton of Marvel comics. That's awesome. And Katrina, they were in my bedroom, still in that big ass thing, and dead. Yeah. They. Uh, it was shot all in black and white until the, like the last five minutes of the movie goes to color. But it was also pretty violent. Like people's limbs got chopped off and they show it. Mm-hmm. You don't see blood. You don't you see, see red. You don't see the red blood. You see blood. Blood see splatter. Blood, just black. Because blood splatters on the screen yeah, at one point. Yeah, against the lens. Um, when he transforms to the werewolf. That's it, very 30s. Yeah. And also the look of the werewolf reminds me of... Yeah, he never... they. That was never a, it, it, a full dog transformation no. werewolf. He was always kind of like the old school wolf man. Yeah, it reminded me more of the hammer style. Yeah, that's what he was based of, on. Of the... Uh, yeah, that's what he was based on. He, was never, he never transformed into like a full-blown like ankles, readjust, hunched over, big... Mm. Sna- like, not American Werewolf in London. Yeah, not American Werewolf in London werewolf. Not werewolf cap. Because there's other werewolves in Marvel that do have the more wolf-like features. Yeah. He always transformed into like the Wolfman, humanoid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think it was more of a Hammer style mm-hmm. uh, Wolfman than anything. But then it just kind of opens up more door. Like even the fucking the dead dad. With the animatronic of him coming yeah. back to life, just to to give that final message, was was pretty funny. He looked just like Chris Elliott. You know who Chris Elliott is, yeah. Kind of looked like him, like from um, Scary Movie Two, yeah. When he was the butler with the mm-hmm. string hair and stuff. But yeah, it was a uh, really good, and um, even the character that played the werewolf did a great job. The writing was great. Um, 
had hints of comedy with the. With I mean, the, the only thing that I think would have could have made it any better, which it would have completely taken over, because I until he shows himself as the wolf, like it really does seem like this isn't about the werewolf. Like it doesn't. It's more Elsa Bloodstone than yeah than him. I'm like, man, like we have a cheap knockoff bleed in this. Because now that's a chaos. Like the artifact that they're all trying to win, the bloodstone, is a chaos magic. Yeah. Uh, the same as Scarlet Witch and... But also it kind of pulled off like a... Um, more you can do towards the Dark Avengers. Mm-hmm. What's what I'm saying? Like this is all... Have- this is all... The, I mean, it might not be, I mean, it may end up in theaters, but like a whole, like an actual Midnight Suns, not the game, but an actual, like from the movies. I, I can probably see that more. Well, from the comics, not the game. Like the game is, it's its own thing. Yeah. But like an actual version of the Midnight Suns with Ghost Rider and. I can see that being like a, either mini series, like five episodes or six episodes or something like that. Do a Defenders type deal. Yeah. The only thing is you got Marisha Ali fucking playing Blade, you know. Are you going to give him movies or are you going to give him fucking... I think he's more going to be like a whistler type fucking character. Like more of a mentor. I don't know. Like, I I, I, I hope he's like... He's getting his own movie. Let's hope it's it's more of a... Him being a badass? Yeah. Because I was supposedly Elsa Bloodstone supposed to be in it. Like, that was what people were fucking complaining about. Because uh, fuck, wasn't he in Eternals, off camera? Yeah, he that was him at the very end in the after credit scene. Yeah. So Midnight Suns should consist of like Black Knight, Werewolf by Night. But Ali's one of those people that I don't think they're gonna lock him down for multi picture deal. He might be in it for like two or three appearances and stuff, because he's an actor. He does other mm-hmm. things. He wants to do other things. Because, like, fuck, Luke Cage, he was only in it half of the first season, and then they kill him off. He was such a great fucking villain. Yeah. But that's a huge problem Marvel has, is... And, it, yeah, because it takes so much time... Well, no, it takes so much time between projects... Yeah. ...that people are kind of like... Because that was right around... I want to move on. That was right around the time stuff. he did Green Book, I want to yep. say was when Luke Cage came out. Mm-hmm. And then he instantly regretted it after all that stuff came out about it, about the family. Yep. The, uh, I mean, they done, they did a pretty good job in Marvel of casting people who weren't like at the top. They were kind of like on the up. Yeah. But it bit them in the ass because when they got, they were in the Marvel movies, then they became up, they, they became tops. I mean, look at Chris Evans. He hadn't, he wasn't, Really, I mean, granted, he hasn't really done anything since Captain America. He's done some things, but I mean, he's got that Marvel money, that Disney money. Doesn't really need to do anything. No. Fucking Helmsworth. Did you watch the behind the scenes he assembled for Thor, Ragnar, uh, for Love and Thunder? No. He says he can never. He's never gonna be able to get in the shape he was for Love and Thunder again. Like he said, it was too much. Well, it's also the Hogan. The I don't know if like they didn't make reference to that at all. He just said 
there's no way he can get that big again. I thought he got that big because of the Hulk Hogan I don't know. Netflix thing. They showed him like working out before. Like he he is the watching him on the on the screen does not do justice to watching him on the behind the scenes when he's around other people. That size. Or no, like you just see him right. like working out, or when he's around normal people. <laughs> yeah, because that was another thing. Extraction two comes out, I think, the beginning of next year. Uh, the end yeah, of this year. He's done interviews or whatever, and he had to show. I'm like, all right, he's doing that because you can see he's got the shorter hair. Yeah. And all, and he's not like he's clear, but he said he put on like there was way too much weight that he had to put on. Uh. Like for thought, like he like he'll never be able to get to that. Like he, it's just not feasible for him to get to that size again. It's like Skarsgård and fucking the Norseman of just like he's like Finn Balor. It's like. Is there any fucking fat yeah, on like, you? Yeah, do you have any fat on you? <laughs> is your fat like 0% fat? Because I've I seen, uh, seen the documentary about Finn back when he was Prince. before, Right before he became, he came to, Amer- uh, to America for WWE. And they showed him at the gym. It's like four hours he's at the gym just every fucking day. Dude, it takes fucking... Oh, I mean, it takes a different kind of person to be able to fucking work out like that. Yeah, to do it every single day. And then to watch what you eat and all that stuff. It is. Oh, my God. I can't can't fucking watch what I eat and I'm a fucking diabetic and it could kill me. And I still... I'm like, there's just no way. I mean... What do you do? Not eat a fucking king cake during Mardi Gras? Jesus Christ! I know. <laughs> Sacrilegious. Oh my God! Speaking of food from here, and you know, this has nothing to do with anything. She saw a list she sent it to me of like the top foods in like food cities or whatever. The cities with the best food. The yeah. world was like in the forties. I'm like, I thought that was like the one thing we known for. And then I sat there and I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? There are no local restaurants really anymore. No. It's all people from out of town that come in and open New Orleans style restaurants and all food is tourist safe. I'm like, that's why. I work at a restaurant and we had a girl come in. <laughs> Not from here, was from up north. <laughs> Ate the gumbo, I think it was, and complained about the gumbo doesn't taste right and it was disgusting and all this all stuff. Because of the um, the seasoning in it, she she doesn't know Louisiana style seasoning because she's from up north, and she just kept complaining. She still ate it, the gumbo, and um, I thought it was like very funny. I'm just like, how are you complaining about our food and the, like the spices and Dude, the seasoning? You come and from also, a place where they, they don't put anything in anything. Your seasoning is salt. <laughs> You cook, Salt and pepper. You cook your shellfish in butter. That's yeah. it. That's all you do. Is you put shellfish in butter. It's so weird. I just thought that, you know, I'll throw that in to close us out. Because uh, it kind of hurt me when I saw that. Because I'm like, I'm not the greatest cook. But, I, you know, I was taught by a little old Italian lady how to cook. And I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's the um, it's just the tourist people that come down. It's not used to the seasoning and stuff like that. So you gotta have those. Cause I heard um, I was talking to one of the food reps for the restaurant today, 
and he was telling me him and his wife went to um, Kingfish on Conti in the French mm-hmm. Quarter, and apparently they got bought out because it was a local thing. Got bought out by a bigger chain restaurant. Oh, that's what's happening to all of them. And now apparently, like he said, it was like, man, this is just like fucking food was just as just as bad as a fucking Applebee's. Yeah, it was it's like all a, chain, like yeah. uh, a New Orleans style Applebee's. Then even when you go, and I'll give the I'll, even when you go to like an Applebee's, it depends on who's in the back cooking. Like the one on Vets by Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I've never had an issue. Like food's always good. Fuck that place. I had a steak there one day. Oh, I don't go get. You don't fucking get. I know. You don't get steak at Applebee's. I was young. Because <laughs> I used to like when I was in the car club back in the day, we used to go over there on Sundays to eat. I know. I would get steak, and. I would be pissed because I'm like, I want medium. And the shit would come out and I'm like, no. How hard is this? But no, you go over there, you get a burger. You get some... I'm pretty sure Outback food. Outback was probably fucking packed. So I went to Applebee's because oh, yeah. nobody goes to a fucking Applebee's. Not for just straight steak. No. And then I got the steak. I was like, man, I'm going to try the steak. That steak was like the as thin as a fucking hamburger patty. Yeah. They're, they're, they're and it was not, disgusting. They're not good for their steak. But again, it still it just depends on because I've you know I've gone to that Applebee's for fucking decades at this point because I mean I was going out there racing on the lakefront in my early twenties so it's been twenty years since I've been going that I've been going to that Applebee's. Oh, back in the day, we used to go to the movies every fucking weekend. Over now, what no? Over Friday, every Friday or Saturday, we would go to the um, twenty. Oh yeah, and then go to the fucking yeah, and then <clears throat> go to Vets. We somehow ended up at Barnes and Noble. I'll buy way overpriced fucking DVDs. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the mock-up they do over there. They still do it. Yep. The dying medium. Well, I mean, everything in there is a dying medium. Yeah. But this is way before all this. This is back when DVDs was the thing. And we would go to the Applebee's because it's right there to eat. Yeah, we would go over there. We'd have like that side room that you had to go up to get into. We would have that whole section to ourselves because there'd be like twenty of us there mm. getting ready, going out to the uh, lake front to go race. I don't know what's worse. You're probably gonna disagree with me. Uh, Hooters or Applebee's? Hooters. Yeah. I couldn't tell the you. The only thing I've ever the couple of times I've ever been to Hooters, I always just got like the fucking shrimp. Like I'm like, no, I'm good. Hooters. When I worked on Bourbon Street. Whenever we had a meeting or anything like that, um, and it was during the day for lunch, <clears throat> we would always end up at that fucking Hooters on Decatur. It's not there anymore. Oh yeah, I was about to say it's not there. Like yeah, it was one back. It was back in the day. Um, fucking disgusting ass food. Shitty fucking waitresses. I mean, it's literally it was the Hooters is there to get you. Like they don't care what food they're sending selling you. No, it's just. It's what fucking Twin Peaks? Is yeah. what it's called? High yep. Peaks? Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. It's basically what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it's just, it's weird. Like, the Hooters on Vets does a shit ton of business. But I think that's more or less, more has to do with the fact that the, all the TVs and shit that are in there. Like, you go in there, fucking just get game food and watch fucking whatever you want. When I lived in Pittsburgh, when I was going to college out there after high school... The first time I've ever ate or stepped foot in a Hooters was there. 
and I had this server because I went to this antique shop and I bought these. They had old baseball cards still mm-hmm. in the pack, so I bought the pack of cards. So. And this fucking waitress comes over, overly fucking bubbly type, fucking fake ass waitress. <clears throat> I guess it, it, I think it was slow at the time because she kind of hung out at my table to try to chit chat with me because there was nobody else there. There was nobody else there. And um, I had the cards in the bag, and she's like, oh, what's in the bag? And grabs my bag, looks in the bag, pulls out the the baseball cards, and it's like, oh, wow, baseball cards. My brother collects these. And so it's like, like trying to make chit-chat, trying to like relate to you. Bump that tip up. Uh-huh. Extra leaning on the table <laughs> in front of me, you know? And at the time, like, I was like, can I just get my food? I want to eat. I don't know. And, um, yeah, and she wrote on the fucking, you were such a great guest or something like that and had her name with the fucking heart around it and all sorts of stuff. So I don't know if she was flirting or. Just trying to get that tip. Getting that tip. That's probably most likely. Because I don't think it was busy at the time, if I remember correctly. The antique shop was a fucking train. It was in a it was a uh, decommissioned train from like the nineteen the train car yeah all the train cars and so it mm. they also had the locomotive in the front you go in and each car was like a different section of antiques it was kind of cool and then there was a fucking Hooters right next to it <laughs> gentrification man yeah all right uh I think that we can wrap up I'd kind of like to eat before midnight again tonight this week. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So until next week, I'm Wayne. That was Paul. And we will see you later.